your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast on this July 27th, 2021. And when you hear that date, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you what you think or what you should think. Training camp officially opens today. That's right. Now, players aren't going to be out there practicing today, but players do report for training camp today. And John Gruden will be meeting with the media a little bit later on this afternoon. Very excited about that. So we made it, Raider Nation. Pat yourself on the back. You made it through a long, grueling offseason. From the minute that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl to this time right now, it's been a long, long offseason, but it is a done deal records now. Training camp is here. That means football is back. Very excited about that. Before I get into today's show, I want you to know it's being brought to you by rockauto.com. Great selection, great low prices, all the parts your car is ever going to need. All you got to do is go to rockauto.com and let them know that the Lockdown Raiders podcast sent you. And, well, they'll know that I'm doing my job. Tell you all about them later on in the show. Coming up on today's show, segment number three, your calls and texts straight off that Lockdown Raider podcast. Voicemail line 707-654-4693. Got a lot of great feedback that I want to get to. Coming up in segment number two, Pro Football Focus, they actually put out a grade on the Raiders' secondary. And so I'm going to let you know what their grade was, where they ranked out of all 32 teams in the league, and then bring you a little nugget that I want to bring to the table that uh, I really was uh, not aware of on uh, until Monday. I had a guest, B.D. Williams from SB Nation's uh, Tape Don't Lie podcast. He was on my show on Raider Nation Radio 920 on Unnecessary Roughness and really broke down Gus Bradley's defense and brought out a, a really good nugget. And I want to kind of pair it together with what Pro Football Focus had to say about the Raiders secondary. So that's all going to come up in segment number two. Here in segment number one, got a lot to get to. Bunch of news and notes from the day as we're getting into, well, training camp across the league for the 2021 NFL season. So off top, if you were listening to the podcast on Monday, then you heard from running back Josh Jacobs. He was talking about the retirement of Kirby Wilson and how that really hurt him because that was his guy. That was his favorite coach that he had had, and that's going all the way back to college. He was just really close with Kirby Wilson, but he understood why he had to retire and said he did not know who they were going to put in that position. I had mentioned I thought that they were going to hire within. Well, they did. Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network. He put out the tweet on Monday morning. I believe I was on my way to the radio station when the tweet came through. He said, with the retirement of Kirby Wilson, the Raiders will have offensive quality control coach Tim Berbenich, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I actually reached out to the Raiders to get clarification on to say his name, and I haven't heard back, but he's going to handle the running back coaching duties for 2021. Other coaches will assist, but ultimately, Berbenich will be the one running the room, and so he's a guy that has over 17 years of coaching experience in the NFL. He was an assistant to Kirby Wilson, uh, so he knows what's going on. He knows the room. Obviously, Kenyon Drake is new, but he still, he knows the room and knows what's expected, so I don't think it will be a, a big transition transition for him to fill that void but at the same time Tim Burbanich is going to have to you know he's got his work cut out for him but I do think with the assistance of other coaches as well he'll get the job done so that's the new running back coach for the Raiders at least in 2021. The Raiders also made a roster move on Monday, signing a punter and released the kicker. They signed free agent punter Corliss Waitman. He's six foot two, two 210 pounds. He joined the team after originally signing with the Steelers as an undrafted free agent in May of 2020. Spent his rookie offseason with the team after playing four years 
at South Alabama from 2015 to 2018. So they signed him to the roster. Well, if they sign someone to the roster with it being 90 men, they've got to make a move. So they actually waived kicker Dominic Eberle. And if you remember him, he was on the, the Raiders roster all of last season for the most part. He was on the practice squad. They kept him on there uh, for the COVID issues just in case Daniel Carlson had any kind of issues. He can come in there and kick. But they've waived kicker Dominic Eberle, at least for now. Maybe he returns. Who knows? But uh, I wouldn't trip too much off of it. Uh, this kicker, Corliss Waitman, he's just a guy that's going to be there filling a void for A.J. Cole so he doesn't have to do all the punting throughout training camp. He's just It's almost like a camp body. Or he is a camp body. And, and I, I mentioned it on Raider Nation Radio 920, and DeMond, who's my producer, said, oh, man, that's jacked up. He's going to go into training camp and really work his tail off. Yeah, he can work his tail off all he wants, but he's a camp body. That's all he is. So it's nothing to get worked up about. He's just a camp body. And it's not me trying to be disrespectful. I'm just being honest about who this guy is. He's going to be there to take some reps away from A.J. Cole. But ultimately, A.J. Cole is going to be the punter for the Raiders in 2021. Also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, training camp opens up today. Players, they don't actually get on the field until tomorrow, but they do report. John Gruden's going to meet with the media later on this afternoon, depending on what time you listen to this show. 12.45 is what time he's scheduled at Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so he should be talking, so you'll hear some of that. Uh, also on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness, but you'll hear it on the, the podcast tomorrow as well. But uh, in this COVID world that we're still living in, I know everyone doesn't believe that we're still living in it, the protocols at Raiders headquarters has changed. In the last 20 Four hours. <laughs> I was actually scheduled to do my show from the headquarters today, but I have been put in tier two media, which is good. That's where you want to be. You want to be able to be at practice. You want to be able to be at the press conferences, talk to John Gruden, talk to the coaches, all that good stuff. But with that being said, the way that they have it set up for the different media levels, I'm not allowed to go to certain places in the facility and the studio where the Raiders have their, you know, where I was able to do the show from a couple times. That's actually not in the area that I can go to. So I'd have to give up my tier two rights to be able to do the show from there. I'd, I'd be a three a, I believe. And so that's not as good as being a two M. So I said, okay, I'd rather be at the press conference. I'd rather talk to John Gruden. I'd rather talk to the, the players and all the other coaches and the assistants and be there for practice during training camp. So I'm going to be a tier two guy. So in the meantime, I'm not going to be able to do my show from training camp the headquarters but that could change as well because again everything is fluid but excited about uh john gruden's media session that will be at 12 45 i'll have plenty to, to bring back to the table as far as that's concerning so that's going down this afternoon now looking across the nfl the big news that came out on monday was about green bay quarterback aaron Rodgers. the fact that he's about to be a free agent in 2022 possibly Devontae Adams as well. Rodgers and the Packers, they're in the final stages on Monday of reworking a deal to bring him back for the 2021 season. I don't think that should be a surprise to anybody. But what he's basically doing is making it so his contract is over at the 2021 season. He'll be able to go ahead and say where he's going to go play in 2022 and 2023. Now, he'll still have a contract, but he'll let it be known, hey, I don't want to play here. I can go somewhere else, and the Packers are going to agree to that, which is kind of crazy to think that he's going to be on the move and the Packers may not get anything for him. I don't know exactly how that's going to shake out, but uh, the Packers, it looks like they're just saying, hey, one year of Aaron Rodgers is better than no years of Aaron Rodgers. So uh, that's, that's basically the news that rolled out, and that's going to be interesting. And I'll tell you right now, the reason why it's going to be interesting, if he's a free agent, Raider Nation, 
I just want you to buckle up and prepare yourself because all season long, you're going to hear about Aaron Rodgers and the Raiders and how Derek Carr better get him to the playoffs and make a deep run or he's going to be replaced by Aaron Rodgers in 2022. I'm just telling you, I'm not saying that that's the low-hanging fruit that I'm going to roll with. I mean, of course, that's going to be a discussion at some point. But And, and look, I'll say this. It would be silly if the, if the Raiders didn't look into Aaron Rodgers if he, in, in fact, does become basically a free agent after 2021 because no doubt about it, he's an upgrade upgrade over Derek Carr. Regardless how much you care about Derek Carr and how much you like Derek Carr or not, he's definitely an upgrade. I mean, this dude is walking into the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, if he becomes a free agent, similar to what Tampa Bay did, I mean, every team in the league that's not the Chiefs or Tampa Bay or a team where they feel like they have an elite quarterback like like the Chargers feel with Justin Herbert and, you know, who knows, maybe the 49ers with Trey Lance, they even say, hey, you know what? We'll explore to have, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers for a year, have Trey Lance sit here in the background for a minute. Who knows? Most of the teams in the league will look into Aaron Rodgers if he does become available and that includes the Raiders but that speculation is going to be so big and you're going to hear about it so much you're going to get tired of it and I'm telling you I'm not going to bring it to the table every day because I will have a lot more things that we could talk about than just that quarterback position but that's going to be a storyline all season long no doubt about it every time the Raiders lose a game or anytime the Derek Carr doesn't play the way that the national media thinks oh you're going to hear that conversation so I'm just telling you I'm just letting you know buckle up it's it's something that's inevitable it's bound to happen and don't be surprised they'll say oh and on top of that they can the Raiders can go out and get Devontae Adams as well he's going to end up being a package deal with Aaron Rodgers so yeah that's coming down the pipeline Raider Nation so just buckle up and prepare so that's all I got for you for segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. News and notes of the day coming up in segment number two. Uh, you're going to hear from BD Williams. He's from SB Nation, uh, also co-host of Tape Don't Lie, the podcast. You can find it on YouTube. He does a really good job of film breakdown. I had him as a guest on Raider Nation Radio 920 on Monday, Unnecessary Roughness, my show, talking about Gus Bradley's defense. And he brought out a nugget that I didn't realize, I was not aware of. And so I'm going to play the little nugget for you. I'm also going to tell you what Pro Football Focus said about the Raiders secondary and where they have them ranked. And like I said, everything that they have to say, that's all coming up in segment number two. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sporting action. Baseball season, I mean, it's not the home stretch, but now that the All-Star break is over, you're going to see some teams start selling off the farm because they you know, they got to try to get some assets before the trade deadline is, is here. And then you're going to see some teams that are going to go full throttle for the playoffs and believe they have a chance to make to the World Series. So uh, get all your latest news, odds, all your sporting news, all everything you need at betonline.ag. You can find them on your laptop or mobile device. Again, sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the sidelines and get into the game. Head to the website, use your mobile device or laptop, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. How do you do that? Well, you got to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Betonline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, will get you 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline.ag is your online sports Sportsbook experts. Segment number two, it's on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to talk about the Raiders secondary. And I bring that up for multiple reasons. And one is, well, the whole time that I've been on 
the radio so far so I've been in Vegas I've been doing someone else's show so Monday I actually debuted my own show Unnecessary Roughness from 2 to 4 p.m. West Coast time very excited about that had a really good show well one of my guests on the show was BD Williams from SB Nation he also does uh, Tape Don't Lie the podcast you can find it on YouTube does a really good job on that him and his partner breaking film down and that's the thing about it a lot of and we've had this discussion on the show about film breakdown and going back and watching uh, you know the game two or three four or five times I'm never going to lie to you and say that that's what I do I don't I'll watch the game I'll get my judgment I'll get my thoughts on it and I'll let you know what they are and there's some people that'll go back like BD and watch film and study film and break it down and so BD does a really good job of doing that and I saw over the weekend him breaking down Gus Bradley's defense and of course the defense has been something that I've been talking about all offseason long instead of like some people out there that talk about Derek Carr and if he's going to be the quarterback and all yada 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 that boring conversation talking about something that's really important as far as I'm concerned, which is the defense and improving that defense. And very excited, I am at least, about Gus Bradley and what he could bring to the table. So had a really good conversation with BD on Monday on on the radio show. And one of the questions I asked him about the defense was not all the good things, not all the things that Raider Nation is excited about, but what's the one area of concern? What's the one hole that he sees that could be a problem in Gus Bradley's defense and what's going to need to happen for this defense to be successful? So here's BD answering that question. Check it out. Okay, so really, there's a, there's, so there's a couple things. Okay. This scheme is really dependent on a really good, strong safety in coverage. Okay. Um, and that's going to be Jonathan Abrams' role Okay, so if Jonathan Abrams can play up to where, you know, his building was being a first-round draft pick, then I think the scheme should do all right. But if Jonathan Abrams continues to struggle with his discipline, with his availability, leaving where he needs to be covering to go try to do someone else's job, it's going to break this scheme. So I I really truly believe that this defense is going to go as far as Jonathan Abrams takes it. I know a lot of people are down on Jonathan Abrams, so they might not want to hear that. Uh, but, it, yeah, like if you have a great strong safety in this scheme, you could have a great defense. If you have a below average strong safety in this scheme, you'll have a below average defense. It really comes down to that. Very interesting nugget right there from B.D. Williams talking about Gus Bradley's scheme and that basically it's all about the strong safety play. And if Jonathan Abram can be his best cam chancellor, this scheme is going to be good. But if he can't, if he could be the guy that he's been, or if he is the guy that he's been the last two years, the first year in the league, didn't play very much. Only played half a game, and then boom, he was done for the rest of the season. And then in 2020, you know, there was times where he was good. There was times where he missed. There was just times that you were wondering what the hell he was doing. I mean, there was a lot that to, to, to be desired for Jonathan Abram and his play in 2020. So you heard BD right there say, if he could play well, this scheme is going to go great. So there's a lot of pressure on Jonathan Abram in his third year in the league. And, you know, we've been saying for the longest that this is a season a very important season for him anyway because at this time next year the Raiders are going to have to make a decision matter of fact before this time next year the Raiders got to make a decision on if they're going to pick up his fifth year option or not so he's got a lot of pressure on him he also has Carl Joseph who returned to the silver and black after a year in Cleveland so he's going to be a guy that's going to be competing for that position if Jonathan Abrams not cutting it then I can see Carl Joseph being slid into the into that position but look he's not the end-all be-all long-term answer either so there's a lot of pressure on Jonathan Abram. That back end is going to have to be really solid for this defense to go. I think Trayvon Merrick out of TCU, he's going to be the Earl Thomas of this defense. And Jonathan Abram, he has got to be 
the Cam Chancellor. And that's just his bottom line. He's got to find a way to play really, really good. Now, him playing in the box or playing a little bit closer to the box, giving him more of a like a Jamal, Jamal Adams type feel, or like I said, a Cam Chancellor type feel, maybe that'll help him play a little bit better. But hopefully, this offseason, uh, Jonathan Abrams really done a lot of soul searching, is ready to go out there and compete at the highest level. And I wanted to tie this in with what Pro Football Focus had to say about the Raiders secondary and where they ranked them. They ranked them 29th out of 32 teams in the league, 29th. And what they had to say, the Las Vegas secondary projects to be one of the youngest units in the league. 2019 draft selections, Trayvon Mullen and Jonathan Abram are the experienced members of a projected starting lineup that also includes 2020 first-round pick Damon Arnett at cornerback and 2021 second-round pick Trayvon Merrick at free safety. The Raiders need to see improvement out of each of Mullen, Abram, and Arnett in 2021. That holds especially true for Abram, who was actually pro football focused lowest graded safety last season, and Arnett, sixth lowest graded cornerback last season. Casey Hayward, the lone veteran with an opportunity to start, is coming off a career low 59.5 overall grade in 2020. So right there where you had the argument and say, well, Casey Hayward, the veteran, he knows Gus Bradley's scheme. He's going to come in there and hold it down and make Arnett not have to go out there and be a starter right away. Well, he's coming off a, a career low. 59 and a half overall grade in 2020. So he's got a lot of work to kind of get back to being the guy he was before 2020. And the young guys, like Pro Football Focus mentioned, they, they need to step their game up. Trayvon Mullen, I like him a lot, but he's even got to step his game up. I was glad that he was able to get his hands on a few balls in 2020 and create a couple turnovers. But Jonathan Abram, he was graded as the lowest safety last season. Then you heard what BD had to say about the scheme is going to go as far as Jonathan Abram takes him. That is so much riding on the shoulders of a guy who was graded the lowest safety last season. I mean, he's really got to go, like Drake said, 0 to 100. He's got to do that immediately. This offseason, this training camp, uh, him and Ron Milas, Gus Bradley, they've really got to be able to get together and figure things out because if the if the scheme is going to go as Abram goes, boy, he's got to really bounce back and be a major factor. Damon Arnett, first-round draft pick, sixth-lowest-graded cornerback last season. He's got to be much improved. And if Casey Hayward could help him along and then maybe Arnett take over, who knows? Something's got to give. But that's that's an area of concern. That's something that you really got to pay attention to as far as uh, training camp goes. The secondary. How is Abram looking? How is Arnett looking? How is Mullen looking? Those guys all need to be improved. And you really hope that Casey Hayward improves a lot as well. So as excited as I am for this new scheme and do think that Gus Bradley is going to be better than what uh, you know Paul, Paul uh, Gunther had because really you can't get much worse I mean the Raiders gave up 30 points a game last season it can't get much worse but you don't want it to stay at the same level you want it to improve it's got to find a way to improve and I found that nugget that BD brought to the table very interesting and I really didn't notice that and I didn't realize that that was the deal that you know it was it was about the strong safety it was about to play a Jonathan Abram playing the role of Cam Chancellor when he was in Seattle now of course Seattle had a lot of talent on that defense I said it earlier in the uh in, in the show it's not always about the X's and O's sometimes it's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's and I don't even think I said Jimmy's I called it something else but either way you look at it it's about the players a lot of times about the talent I believe the Raiders have a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. They've just got to be able to find a way to execute. And if it starts with Jonathan Abram, and I know that he's a guy, this is the thing about Abram, he's a guy that wants that role. He wants to be the guy that makes everything go. So he's now, he's he's talked to talk, he's, he's tried to walk the walk, but he's got to find a way to walk the walk. 2021 is really going to be up to him to get it done. So something to pay attention to, something to see how this defense goes. Throughout the course of the season, if this defense isn't doing good, 
Let's look back and focus in on the play of Jonathan Abram and see how he's come along. Uh, like BD said, don't play and don't do someone else's job. Don't try to overcompensate for the next man. Do your job and do it to the highest uh, form of your ability and then just kind of let the uh, chips fall where they may. Expect the guys around him to do their, their job as well. He's got to get his job down before he can worry about the next man's job. And that was something that Jonathan Abram did quite a bit in 2020. You saw him trying to go over and, and cheat over and help the next guy out when he's got to get his job down first. So uh, that's one element of the Raiders defense in 2021 that I'm so going to be focusing on is the secondary. How does Abram look? How does Arnett look? How does Trayvon Mullen look? Because, again, with the success of those guys, and it's supposed to be very secondary friendly, the scheme that Gus Bradley runs, the cover three scheme, and, again, if you didn't hear that conversation, the whole conversation I had with B.D. Williams on Monday, I encourage you to go back to lvsportsnetwork.com and check it out. I think that it should be uploaded now. I know we were having a little bit of uh, issues with the podcast on the website, but if you go check it out at lvsportsnetwork.com under Unnecessary Roughness, you could hear that whole conversation really good and kind of lets you know what to expect from this Gus Bradley defense. But the secondary is going to be a major factor. And, you know, going back to that pro football, Focus ranking on the secondary. The Raiders came in 29th. The only teams that came in worse than the Raiders in 2020, the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. All teams that stunk in 2020. The Lions definitely were not good. The Cowboys, I know they lost Dak Prescott, but their defense was horrendous. And the Falcons, their head coach got fired first and Dan Quinn. So that tells you all you need to know. Uh, matter of fact, it's funny because the Cowboys hired Dan Quinn, the former Falcons head coach, to be their their defensive coordinator. And I, I always say that the Cowboys and the Raiders, they, they're very similar. Uh, the Cowboys defense was just as bad as the Raiders in 2020. And, you know, they go and hire a guy that came from the Seattle tree. The Raiders, their defense was bad. They went and hired a guy that came from the Seattle tree as their defensive coordinator. So, again, they just kind of go hand in hand. But those are the only three teams that Pro Football Focus had ranked worse than the Raiders, the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Falcons in 2020 as far as the secondary goes. So that's all I got for you. Coming up in segment number three, your calls and texts straight out the Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Let me know. What are your thoughts? Do you think that Jonathan Abram could step his game up and be that guy? Do you think he could be that factor to help this defense get where it needs to be? Or do you think it's going to be a very disappointing season, what his first two seasons in the league has been? Let me know about it. Again, hit up that Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line. You can leave a message or send a text in. It's all good. 707 707- Six five four four six nine three. Before I get into segment number three, I do want to tell you about the title sponsor of today's show, which is Rock Auto. Com. And I've been talking about rockauto.com for a very long time. And the best thing about them is, well, they're going to help you save money. Let's just cut to the chase. They're going to help you save money. You don't have to spend 30%, 50%, sometimes even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or a car dealership as you would do at rockauto.com. It's all the same prices for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. That's the beautiful thing about it. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. The prices are super low for every single customer, and they've got what you need, and they know what you need. The catalog is so easy to navigate through. All you got to do is search your parts. Boom, you get them, put them in your uh, little your cart, and you're good to go. And I'm talking brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. It does not matter what part you need for your car. They've got it. Again, the super extensive catalog on rockauto.com. While you're there, the only thing I ask you to do is put in the little box that said, how'd you hear about us? Just write Locked On Raiders Podcast. That lets them know that I sent you and I'm doing my job. Great selection, great low prices. All the parts your car is ever going to need is in a one-stop shop. That's rockauto.com. Segment number three, it's on the way. 
Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast. Voicemail line 707-654-4693. Let's start things off with Vader Raider in the 303. He's calling to talk about the ride we're all on here on the podcast and also wanted to go back to last week and mention JP's call from Tahoe. Uh, he, he mentioned the other day about a couple things. He had a little constructive criticism. Well, Vader Raider wanted to address that as well. Here he is, Vader Raider in the 303. What's up, Q? What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Vader Raider. The thoughts from the dark side. Q, you have got to be pinching yourself. I mean, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Darren Waller, Mike Mayock, and you, the first day you go to the facility at Henderson, you meet coach? I mean, Q, you've got to be like, this can't be happening to me. And Q, thank you again for bringing us along with you. And you are a man of your word. You said that you were going to bring us with you, and you have. So thank you for that. Um, I just want to give a little note on the phone call from uh, JP the other day. Um, you cleared it up, you know, where JP was coming from. And because uh, initially when I heard the call, I was human. I was like, no, you're not going to talk to our boy Q like that. Because, you know, some of us old booties, you know, the cats that have been rocking with you since, you know, 2018, you know, we we kind of feel like a sense of protection, you know, like you're our boy. And, you know, you're kind of like the guy that we ride with every day for our everything Raiders. So here's the deal. Q, please don't change who you are. I understand that it's constructive criticism, and I get that, you know, he's just he's trying to help you. But please don't change who you are. Because, Q, you are just fine the way you are. Your delivery is fine. The way you are on the radio is fine. The way you are on this podcast is fine. And I, for one, don't want you to change anything. And I especially don't want you to change anything when you end the show. And that's really the main part of my phone call. Q, you are really giving, like, a public service message of goodwill. And... I really think, JP, that you kind of missed it there. You're missing it. You're trying to make it a political thing, and it's not. Okay? In fact, you know, you're talking about one-sided politics. Well, JP, with all respect, you're the one with the one-sided politics. And I think you know what kind of foxy politics that is. Hint, hint. Secondly, Q, I love the way you end the show. Please don't change the way you end the show. If people aren't going to be, if people aren't going to get vaccinated and take the responsibility upon themselves to get vaccinated and to take, and to take in, and support other people and have respect. And that's the biggest thing here, Raider Nation. It's all about respect. If you can't respect your fellow human being, then you know what? What are we doing here in the first place? Raider Raider out. There he goes, Vader Raider. I appreciate the call. And yeah, man, the first week of radio, that was one of the best weeks of my life. I'm not going to lie about it, man. Straight up dream come true. Uh, didn't know exactly how I was going to navigate through the waters of it, especially since I was filling in for multiple shows. I just didn't really know. But man, what a great week. You know, you mentioned, you know, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, you know, talked to Kirk Morrison. We talked to uh, Lincoln Kennedy. I mean, just a lot of cast and characters, Van McElroy, just a lot of great things fell into my place and a lot of great guests fell into my place. Uh, it was awesome. So yeah, definitely. And I'm looking forward to the future and everything 
that I got going forward and uh, can't wait to continue to bring great content for Raider Nation, both here on the podcast and, of course, Raider Nation Radio 920. Now, as far as the whole vaccination and the mask thing goes, you know, as far, you know, look, I know a lot of folks be like, oh, my God, it's, it's political. It's not. It's not. I mean, the bottom line is, and look, I, I said at the beginning of the show that the COVID protocol and uh, all that good stuff at the, at the Raiders facility already changed. I got the call after my show on Monday from Eddie from the Raiders. It was like, hey, sorry, I know you're supposed to do your show here tomorrow, but now all of a sudden things are changing. We can't. You know what I mean? So if these numbers don't get under control soon, we're all going to basically go back to what it looked like at, uh, at this time last year. And I don't think any of us want that. I know I don't. You know, I want to make sure that my job and everyone else's job is safe. I want to make sure that my job and everyone else's job is secure. And I don't want it to look like it did last year when nobody had a clue if they were going to be working, if they were going to be on a one week on one week off schedule or what. Um, you know, it's, it's getting real hairy here in Nevada. People are coming here and because they want to hang out and have a good time. And that's fine. I get it. You want to go have a good time. This is the entertainment capital of America. All they ask you to do is, hey, if you're vaccinated, cool. If you're not, then wear your mask. But people can't find themselves a, a way to tell the truth. So I believe that my gut feeling doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. People are going to be wearing you know, their mask again. They're going to have to be. It's going to be forced just because these numbers are getting out of control. That has nothing to do with politics. That's just reality. So, again, not trying to you know get political. I'm not going to do that, even though some people just hear one thing about a COVID or hear mask or hear vaccination, and it just turns their stomach. Not my fault. That's where we're at. It's just a reality of life. Everybody is affected by it. Me, you, everybody. Next up is a text from the delivery man in the 510. He says, hey, Q, new booty here. This is delivery man 510, also known as Black Hole Junior. I'm a Black Hole member straight out of the Bay, Hayward, California. That's what's up. <laughs> Shout out to Bayfair Mall, man. But anyway, back to his text. He said, I want to start out by telling you great job from today's podcast, having the super fans on the show, Gorilla Rilla, Senor Raider, and Violator. They are all great guys, knowing them from the black hole and various Raider parties. It's great to have a guy like you being an actual Raider fan, putting in a great show, and being part of covering the Raiders through the pod and now part of Raider Nation Radio 920. Hopefully I can get the black hole to get you to one of their Raider Sunday events. My bad about the long intro and text, but now I want to talk football. With Gruden bringing in Drake and having Jacobs already, I feel Gruden's offense should go 22 personnel or 23 personnel a lot with the weapons he has this year. I also feel like Gruden should go split backs out of these formations with Jacobs and Drake and either Ruggs, Waller, or Edwards out wide. Gruden's offense has been kind of predictable. However, with having split backs, I feel defenses will have a hard time defending the offense with either counters, screens, or play action. It would be hard to deal with with all the speed and pure athleticism of these players. I would like to know your thoughts of what Gruden and the Raiders could come up with to open up the offense even more. Thanks, Q, and go Raiders. That's from the Delivery Man 510. And thank you so much for that text, my man. Thanks for being a new booty here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I'll say, I mean, you're onto something. You know, if you're going to have all those weapons, use them. Maximize them to the best of their ability. I think you'll see a lot of times where Jacobs and Kenyon Drake are going to be on the field a lot. And I do think that you're going to see a lot of what you're talking about, 22, 23 personnel. You'll see Edwards. You'll see Ruggs. You'll see uh, uh, Darren Waller. I mean, you're going to see a lot of these guys out there, and I think they're really going to be uh, focus points for the Raiders offense this year and and really getting up and down the field between the 20s wasn't the problem for the Raiders. The, the problem for the Raiders was cashing in the red zone. That's something I think you're going to see really come alive. I think Drake's going to have a major role in that. I think Brian Edwards has an opportunity to make uh, be a major role and also Foster Moreau, a guy I've talked about quite a bit. So that's, that's a little bit that I'll be paying attention to. But 
I'm not I, I'm not mad at your idea about the split backs. I'm not mad at the counters, the play actions, none of that. Screen passes, I think screen passes, especially wide receiver screens and rugs, would be ideal. I think that's the perfect way to get him rolling. So thank you so much for that text. I appreciate you. Speaking of Rollin, or Rollins, got a uh, got a call here from Raider Rollins. He's calling to let it be known it was his 28th birthday on Monday and wanted to kind of shout himself out. So here he is, Raider Rollins. Yo, Q, it's your boy Raider Rollins. Uh, you can call me a new booty. Hey, man, today is my birthday. I know it's your uh, it's your debut of your show, uh, Unnecessary Roughness, man. So a uh, big shout, shout out to you, man. And if I could, man, can I get a big Raiders? Big 28th birthday, man. A huge fan and keep it going, man. Appreciate it. Raider Rollins out. There you go. Shout out to my guy, Raider Rollins, right there. Happy 28th birthday, my man. Hope you had a really good one. Matter of fact, I think you should celebrate all week long. And every time you go into somewhere, go into some new place, and you're saying, hey, I'm celebrating my birthday, you give them a big Raiders, and then they'll know. <laughs> they'll know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? But no, uh, on the real, happy birthday, man. Definitely appreciate you uh, hitting, hitting up the podcast and being a new booty here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. And Final call of the show today comes from Golden Tiger, a.k.a. ABA Ivan Davis. He's calling to talk about Derek Carr and what needs to happen after the 2021 season if the team does not make the playoffs. Here we go. Golden Tiger, ABA Ivan Davis. Hello, this is Golden Tiger, a.k.a. ABA Ivan Davis. So that's my new name that I'm going by now, uh, Golden Tiger, which is the name of my uh, basketball team. But anyway, we're talking about Derek Carr and the Raiders. And I'm tired of reading online all the prognosticators, I guess that's the word I'm trying to say, okay, that keep saying that it's Derek Carr's fault. Derek should be traded if he doesn't get the Raiders to the playoffs. So that's the question I want to pose to you, uh, Keith. And, oh, by the way, love your show and the job you're doing. I know. You're spectacular. They, they would have been a fool not to hire you for that job. But anyway, uh, that's the question I want you and the uh, Locked On fans to answer. Okay, should he be traded? Okay, I have an answer, and my answer is, is pretty simple. He has never had a defense. Okay, that could help him out. I mean, he literally has to score 30 points a game ever since he's been here. So as far as I'm concerned, the Raiders have wasted his time. Is he perfect? No. Is he Brady? No. Can he be better? Yes. He needs to stop giving away fumbles. But I contribute some of that to him trying to make a play, holding on to the ball longer than he knows he has to. And he's reading the tea leaves about him being checked down, Charlie. Never mind, he doesn't have any receivers. And he didn't get a good line until the last few years. But anyway, that's the question I have for you, Q. Uh, good job. You take care. Raiders. Thank you so much for that call, my man. I definitely appreciate you. And I'll tell you, man, that is a tricky, tricky question, especially after Monday's developments with Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, that could be a whole segment in itself. I could really just take that call, break it down, and just do one whole segment. But with the developments that happened on Monday with Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if the Raiders don't make the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers is, in fact, a free agent, I could definitely see them going after him and going all in on him. And, and they should. Again, like I mentioned earlier in the show, in segment number one, that if the Raiders don't go after him, 
and they don't make a deep run in the playoffs, then they're doing something. They're doing a disservice to themselves. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. So if 2021 goes and well, he's a free agent, he's able to walk, and the Raiders have an opportunity to go get him, they have to at least try. Not saying that they're going to be, you know, get him and land him. Not saying that he's going to decide that he wants to go there. From all reports, Benjamin Albright from uh, up in Denver covers the NFL like a glove, says that Aaron Rodgers likes John Gruden, but doesn't want to go to a team with a bad defense. So right now, that would eliminate the Raiders. But who knows what happens in a year? So And, and plus, you still got to do your due diligence. You got to go ahead and go for it. So I, I just I think that that's a tricky question to answer right now. I think Derek Carr knows that he needs to make the playoffs. I think the heat got turned up on him a little bit more after what happened on Monday. I really do. I think that now he knows, and I think now that the Raiders know that there's a possibility that they could they could maybe land Aaron Rodgers in 2022, that there's a lot more pressure on Derek Carr. Not saying that he's not a guy that can get it done. That's not hating on Derek Carr. That's just the reality of it. You can have a guy that's really good, but if you get an opportunity to upgrade yourself, in any organization, uh, and ABA Ivan Davis, you know this as a guy who's you know associated with a with a, a pro basketball team. If you can upgrade a player, even though you might like that player, you got to do it. You got to do it for the best sake of the team. So uh, yeah, I think that's something that we just have to watch as fans to see how it all plays out, and you know, see if if in fact what the report is on uh, Monday about Aaron Rodgers is true. I mean, that's going to be a guy, and I mentioned it before. You're going to hear the conversation about him all off season long, not just with the Raiders, but with a lot of different teams. But you already know the way that the media is and the way that they associate every single quarterback with the Raiders, that it's going to be hot and heavy and you're going to get so tired of hearing that conversation. But it will come up and it will be all the time. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. That's a great way to end the show. And like I said, at some point, you can do a whole segment just on that topic right there, especially as you start to see how the season goes. So thank you so much for your call, my man. I really do appreciate that. Appreciate all the feedback on the Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line. You can always hit me up at any time at 707-654-4693. You can also hit me on Twitter at your boy Q254. I definitely appreciate that. So today's the day. Depending on what time you're listening to the show, man, this afternoon, John Gruden will meet with the media. We'll have some of that on tomorrow's show. I'll have some of that on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'll have some really good guests that I'm excited for. Uh, coming up today, Vic Tafer from The Athletic. He'll join me on Raider Nation Radio 920 at 2.30. And then I have my guy Steven Simcox from a host of Locked On Horn Frogs. He'll join me at 3.30 to talk all things Trayvon Merrick and what he could do at that free safety position for the Raiders. That's just a couple of the guests that I got coming up on the show. We'll see what all, all I bring to the table here on the podcast. Of course, news and notes. You'll get calls and texts throughout that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. And uh, we'll find some more subjects to get into. So that's all coming up on tomorrow's show. So until then, Raider Nation, stay safe. Do what you got to do. Take care of your family. Love on your family. And most importantly, as always, just win, baby.